What is going on? It is Adam. Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieve stardom. On this episode, we had a chance to hang out with Jaguar Twin over Zoom video. Jaguar Twin was born and raised in Orange County, California, and talks about how they got into music. Comes from a very creative household. Jaguar Twin's dad was very into sculpting and painting, and mom uh, was a music lover. But Jaguar Twin started to play guitar at an early age. Jaguar Twin talked about learning to sing and in the beginning just not being very good at it to the point where someone made an online blog basically about how terrible of a singer Jaguar Twin was. And this really lit a fire within them to really, really learn to sing. We talk about the first bands they were in, starting Jaguar Twin, the major success of the song Happy Face, and all about the new batch of music Jaguar Twin's been putting out with the most recent one being Life is Good. You can watch the interview with Jaguar Twin on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It'd be amazing if you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, it would be incredible if you follow us there as well and hook us up with a five-star review. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with Jaguar Twin. Nice to meet you. I'm Adam. Adam, good to see you, my friend. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. That's awesome. That is good to hear. Um, yeah, this is a podcast about you and your journey in music. And obviously, we'll talk about uh, the song you just released and uh, everything else that's uh, going on with, with Jaguar Twin. Excellent, my friend. Cool. Um, I always start off with uh, Born and Raised. Are you originally from LA? I think you're in Orange County area, correct? Or were? Yeah, I grew up I grew up in Orange County um, and then moved to LA when I was around 19 or so. Okay. Yeah. Right. What part of Orange County? I'm from San Diego. I live in Nashville now, oh, but I'm yeah. originally from San Diego. San Diego is great. Uh, I grew up in the city of Orange. Oh, okay. Very, very yes. cool. That's a cool place Santa to grow Anna up. When I was younger, and then and then smack dab in the city of Orange from twelve on. Oh, right on. And uh, as far as like growing up there, what was it like? Did you go to the beach a lot, or like I mean, the culture there is so cool. Yeah, it's cool. It's different. Um, it's very, very family oriented. Very suburban. Um, very kind of, I guess, what you would label traditional values. Sure. It's, it's it's cool. I think I've experienced a lot of different perspectives and um, it's nice to go back and visit my parents. I've been visiting them more as they get older and yeah, it's cool. I, I enjoy seeing all sorts of perspectives. That's awesome. And what about uh, music as far as music goes? You come from a musical household, a creative household, like what was like piano at an early age? Like how did you first get introduced to music? My dad is very creative, not in a musical way. He doesn't really, he's not into music, but okay. he's very creative in the way that he thinks and perceives the world. Um, he's very in touch with his 
feelings and emotions and he's amazing at painting and drawing and sculpting and anything with his hands he can build and he was always like an artist and an art director my mom is also very creative but more in a in a mystic sort of intuitive way i would say she's very she's very spiritual um from the lens of christianity but she's a she's a closet closet mystic she just doesn't know it okay. uh, and she's very creative she she loves music and enjoys music because she would always play music world music different types of music and have me like well, as i was a kid she'd be like what is that instrument and i'd pick out like it's a dulcimer or it's a tuba or you know whatever so i was exposed to some interesting things as a kid yeah, some interesting instruments as well. It wasn't like, uh, is this a guitar or a bass, <laughs> right? No, she didn't listen to a lot of normal music. Okay. So you were you yeah. able to kind of like, I mean, knowing those sort of instruments, did you study? Like, how did you end up kind of picking out those specific, you know, instruments when it came to those things? Mm. Well, I think we would talk about them, like my mom and I, when we were a kid and it's it's really apparent when you listen to a jaguar twin song like the circle uh-huh. when it's it's like a lullaby almost long ago there was a jaguar with the world's head on a string it's very um it's not pop it's not a traditional no. pop melody although it has sort of a swedish structure and the mathematics behind the melody and i think it's been interesting to dive into into my um ancestors lately and and I have I have Swedish genes, and I think that's where a lot of my love for uh, geometry and melody comes from. M- you know, those sort of patterns and very very um, structured patterns melodically. But then I also have German and Polish and Russian, and that's sort of like you can hear that in Happy Face with the sort of mm-hmm. Russian, Germanish, Polish. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been diving even even further into that on on this new stuff, and it's. It's a fun exploration. That's amazing. Uh, I love how you you kind of compared or brought in like you know geometry into the music because there's if you really break it down like it, like have you seen I'm sure you have like where not only is it numbers that relate to, to to music but like certain frequencies will create certain shapes on water. That's right. Like the, yeah, the, it's um, so. What is it? The Emoto water. Uh, he, I can't remember, but it's, I know what you're talking about though. Yeah. But that's so wild. Like it'll be, you know, you'll see certain notes and the things will go together and almost like, it's almost like if you knew how to create certain patterns, like you could make like an art piece within the water, which could probably be some sort of like, it would sound good to your ears. I don't know. It just, my mind can't even wrap my head around how far and deep that could get. That's right. It, it, It goes really deep and, and which is one of, one of the reasons why I tune all Jaguar twin music to 444 Hertz, which is a healing oh, frequency. A yeah, lot of people yeah. don't know this, but every song is tuned to 444 Hertz, um, which was a process to figure out how to do, but it's a healing frequency um, that, you know, traditional music is tuned to 440 Hertz. Mm-hmm, yeah. But that, that has some, you know, if you look in the water experiments and you look into even like um, what it does into the human body, I mean, we're made predominantly of water. Water, right. right yeah. um, so 440 Hertz 
that kind of creates a jagged structure and you can see it show up in the aura as well. And so there's 432 Hertz, which is a very grounding earth frequency, which is also healing frequency. But then there's 444 Hertz, which is sort of a, um, to raise human consciousness and expand it. Um, and it's, it's, it's what in ancient times, like, like King Solomon and King David would tune their instruments to. Really? That's so fascinating. Yeah, because I know different frequencies, like you said, there's healing frequencies. And if you really dive in like on YouTube, like you can listen to certain things that are supposed to be positive, like uplifting or like sound baths and stuff or certain instruments or like uh, it sounds that can happen that'll just trigger something totally different in your mind. I mean, it all makes so much sense, but that's so cool that you were able to kind of utilize that within the songs and, and make and and create that frequency and tune to that frequency yeah it's, it's been really cool to to see that resonate and also it's it's interesting to see as an artist who your music attracts as a fan mm. and and it's been really beautiful to see the human beings who ha who have been drawn to jaguar twin they're so interesting and cool and like they're a bunch of weird like geniuses but all in their own way like some know how to read hieroglyphs and they're just like wow nerds in the in the coolest way like, i'm a huge nerd yeah. um <laughs> and i can tell you're a nerd too and, and oh, I think, 100 like, percent. <laughs> i love nerds yeah i love nerding out on that stuff and i've been like obsessed with learning about like numerology and all these things like yeah. it's just like it, when you're talking about your body being seven percent water like you know there's all these theories of why the moon the full moon will change your your mood because your body's being pulled like a like the tide it's just like so many things make sense and it's like but to try to sit there and wrap your head around it it, it blows my mind i'm like <laughs> yeah you know what i think that's the point i think the point is to blow one's mind because the mind will lead us astray it's a valuable tool but we yeah. got to kind of blow it yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, I I'm curious, like, what was the first instrument you learned, and like, how did you end up getting kind of involved in playing music? You know, I started playing guitar, but I really didn't like learning and going to lessons. <laughs> I didn't want to learn other people's songs. I've 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 always had a a thing even when i was a little kid I, I didn't want to learn other people's songs i wanted to write my own so i kind of started playing guitar and i sort of learned how to just do different tunings and mm -hmm. play i still to this day i play guitar in such a weird way i just tune them in different ways and then i play chords and i make up shapes i don't know really any traditional music um and then I started singing shortly after that, but I was really bad at singing. Terrible. Like I couldn't hit a note for years, like to the degree in which you like the kids in, in middle school and even through junior high and high school bullied me because of how bad I was singing. It got kicked out of bands, but it was like the biggest blessing because my junior year of high school, there was a blog site devoted to how bad I was as a singer. No and I was way. like, yeah, that's brutal. And yeah, but we're all brutal to each other, you know? Like, yeah, it's, true. it's, it was a blessing. Huh. It was a blessing because I read it and it lit this fire. And I said to myself, I'm going to learn how to sing 
if it kills me. So I just practiced eight hours a day, every single day for, for years. And I'm like, I was bad for a long time. It didn't, it didn't come easily for me. Some people come out the womb and yeah. they can just rip that tone. Right. Exactly. But, but I, what I learned sort of through the process is one, anybody can learn how to sing or anybody can learn how to do anything if you put your mind to it. But the, I think the biggest thing that I learned was that singing and pretty much anything is 90% mental. Yes, there are techniques to learn in singing. And yes, there are things that have helped me. But it was really when I clicked something in my mind, like, I can do this. I believe in my, I can believe I can hit this note. I believe that my tone is going to be good. And instead of trying to sing, I started connecting with the story and putting myself in the scene. And then it would kind of just come out. And I still do that to this day. I get into the studio and, and I'm a very good singer now. But I still have to run it through like, okay, how technically do I do this now? Turn that off. And then I can just flow and rip and not think about singing. And I, and I say, bad singers focus on pitch and focus on singing. Great singers. They're just in the story. Oh, I love that. That makes so much sense though. I mean, uh, yeah, to really kind of feel it and like put yourself in, in like emotionally, I'm sure that helps you hit notes and, in that way as well um but i was gonna say i i it's interesting that you said that you didn't let you that you couldn't sing because and maybe this was later i was just deep dive researching your story and i found a couple of your old bands and you were good i mean you, that you was know? that was later on okay those, even those, with i was getting good yeah because i was gonna say with dead letter diaries that was good like those two songs that i found online i was like damn like this oh is wow you cool. went that far back <laughs> yeah, dude. i was way <laughs> into it uh That's what's quest long wow. forgotten with the piano intro i was like this wow. is a great tune <laughs> 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 yeah man that's funny see that that was when i was sort of just finding some confidence and like okay i can kind of sing now and getting you know my voice has changed a lot even since then oh yeah you um, listen to that you can tell you've just gotten older and your voice has matured yeah. but you're it's sure. still good <laughs> but but yeah that i was i was figuring it out then for sure um so with that band was that a band in high school or that uh, was that started after you had graduated so that was that was a band sort of towards the end of high school where it sort of transitioned into the next band, which was I Alaska. They were sort of the same band, just sort of like a, a rename and then a couple members shifted, but Okay. That was um yeah, a little later on the journey. Cause I Alaska is I mean, those records are awesome too. I really like that Man, those, those. I Alaska right, ripped. We know we ripped in Ayahuasca and we were so um between times. We were very um because at the time it was it was very emo music was the thing. Oh, yeah. It it sort of had the flair of that, but it was different. And so we had this interesting thing where we weren't able to tour with the emo bands of the time and the outlets of that time didn't know what to do with us. So it kind of just went under the radar, but there were some good songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, roll right over. That song's great. Yeah, that song <laughs> yeah. And I was listening because there's piano in that that band as well. And and I, you were signed to Fearless, which was yeah, in that line of you know, all, 
it was great label when yep. i grew up yeah in the time of like drive through and you'd see a band get signed to a fearless records or uh, epitaph or whoever it may be it was you would check that band out regardless it was, right. oh well if they got signed like oh they got signed to fearless they must they must, they must be good and i feel like that your band um the only thing i could like i wouldn't even compare it to like a something corporate but that's the only band i could think of that has a piano that was around kind of sure. at that time period sure yeah um so you was that i just to sh to stay on i uh, alaska just for a minute before we go obviously talk about uh jaguar twin um you know getting signed to fearless and all of that stuff that must have been a huge moment for you all or as you know you as you know an artist yeah, it was um got signed to Fearless shortly after graduating high school. I remember my parents saying, you know, I was like, I'm not going to college. I went to one day of college and then I turned around and never went back. I was like, if I stay here, I'm not going to be the person I want to be. I just like knew that that was not the path for me. Mm -hmm. And they said, okay, well, you have one year. You got to get a record deal. And if you can get a record deal in one year. So it was, it was almost exactly a year after graduating where I signed to, to Fearless with, with Alaska. Wow. Um, and then we toured the country. And it was, it's funny because you sign a record deal like that and you think it's this big thing. And it is a big thing. But basically, they buy you a van and a trailer. And they say, okay, you got $5 a day. To eat. Right. and you go sleep in walmart parking lots for a couple of years and, that was, <laughs> and, that, and play shows and that was that but it was fun because we were just out of high school and it was yeah it was really fun that's cool though yeah i know it's like people assume you're you know like you're signed to feel you must be loaded and like just roll yeah. you know what i mean it, just this idea of what that means is right. totally different than uh, being an early band signed to, or, you know, having one thing out with that label and trying to really move your way up. But uh, when that, when you guys disbanded, that's when you started to do your solo, more solo stuff, correct? Yeah, we disbanded and I started doing solo stuff, um, which led to some collaborations and some stuff in the EDM dance world. Yeah, you had a big record artists. with those. Yeah. I was just off yeah. of your discography. I saw you, you know, you had some real big records in that world. Yeah, had a, had a couple big, big dance records and spent a lot of time in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> and when do you, uh, what was, did that lead up then to Jaguar Twin or was there a million years between those? And not a million years, but I mean, forms and, and projects and. Between that and Jaguar Twin. I went, I went from doing solo stuff to doing Jaguar Twin. Okay. Ja Jaguar Twin was, was and is now where, especially, especially, especially now, where I'm coming into, I'll say this, for a lot of the music, I'm very proud of it, but there was a lot of mental energy behind it and a lot of outside forces sort of, um, conducting where it went or even my own inside mental force being like, I think people will like this, you know, especially in some of the solo stuff and the dance records and those things. There's a lot of great records, but where, where is the art that you're creating coming from is sort of the question that I ask. And, and Jaguar twin is 
my exploration of really what is my highest self trying to communicate and bring into the earth as opposed to what will sell or what will make money or what will be successful or what does my manager want to hear? What does my record label want to hear? There's always been a struggle with that. And I think with this Jaguar twin music now, I'm just really trusting. And I think happy face was a big catalyst for that because it was a song that I was signed to a major label and, you know, told the song sucked dropped from the major label and then it oh, ended really? up dropped from the major label and they gave the song back like we don't need this because usually labels will have an override if you did a song during the period they'll take a, a cut of it if you release it in the future like, okay the song, or they just own this, it right to make sure that it doesn't come out or they could do that yes yeah um so you know in the, in the scheme of things like oh there's no bad vibes with them it was just like you, people have their perspectives and artists were antennas so we, pers- we we receive information sometimes before it's been seen in the physical and but it's hard to trust that because there's not always a logical explanation you can give someone to why something works you just kind of, sort of like feel like i like this or this is good and that that song was a big confirmation because i released it independently after that maybe a year later and it was written in 20 maybe 18 or beginning of 19 mm-hmm. and only now it's like okay now it's at 100 million streams and it just yeah. you know it's just, just going and it continues to just grow and grow and grow but after that i was like i need to trust myself forever no matter what doesn't matter what anybody else says i'm gonna trust myself yeah, because you did, you knew it was going to work. That no one or the label at the time didn't believe in it, and it worked, right? I mean, you put it out, and it was something. I don't that- even know if I knew it was going to work. I don't even know if it was going to work in terms of success. I just knew that it was what I was supposed to be doing. Okay. And I think that's sort of like you don't know if something's going to work or not, but I know that it doesn't work really when you're creating from a place of wanting people to like it never has worked it's like when you You, really really like someone so much you push them away right right fascinating yeah just hearing you speak i mean i i don't know if you've delved into numerology at all but i feel like you are like i don't know a whole lot but like i i just have this feeling that you're like uh, what's 11 which is like this power number but i'd be curious if you did it because you get that intuition um 11 is very strong in in many ways i i i I love numerology i'm super into numerology and hermetics and kabbalah and all that fun all that fun stuff okay yeah i just i don't the last person i spoke i've done thousands of these interviews and one person i kind of had that feeling from i asked them and they're like i don't know and then i sent them this link a while back and they messaged me and they're like oh my gosh you were right i was like (laughs) i'm like i figured i don't know i don't know a whole lot about it but i just kind of get that vibe from you but anyway uh yeah so that that song works it does really well um are labels pounding at your door again like hey actually you know remember when (laughs) we didn't you know did you get any of that or was it just you just move forward uh i started moving forward and then a label approached me a country label approached me called big loud and they were oh, starting yeah. a, new, a new rock alternative rock division 
and Big Loud, they have like Morgan Wallen and you know, yeah, country, they're country, I'm in country. Nashville, they're a huge Nashville label, yes, huge man, yeah. great label. And they, they have both, Hardy, first, they got a bunch of big, they have yeah, Hardy, con- that's yeah, right, yep, guys. Hardy's great. They approached me at first, and I was like, I, I don't want to sign a deal. And there was maybe three or four times where I was like, you know, they offered deals, and I was like, you guys are really cool. And I really enjoyed talking to them. I got really good vibes and energy from them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then eventually after, after a few kind of times just saying like, I don't want to sign a label. I've done this. I've been on multiple major labels. I've been on indie labels. It's never, it's never worked. They're like, well, what, what would your dreams, what would your ideal situation be where we could make this work? And we came to a really cool, um, very like artist friendly, agreement and uh so i'm with big loud rock now and they've been really 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 great that's awesome that is awesome and you did uh well you put 33 out the album and the circle which was an ep that came out this year correct Mm -hmm. and tell is that uh like a concept record i mean it's the the great jaguar myth like What's the kind of thought behind the album or the EP? The circle is. It's a story about how everything was created. And I think oftentimes humans are able to grasp concepts more when it's not a human telling the story or fo- are featured in the story when it's an animal there's something about animals even from early ancient days cave paintings you would say they would they would make stories about animals um and even walt disney you know he had he uses animals yeah to tell stories because there's a there's a it's difficult to look at our reflections as humans in each other and and in stories and so sometimes when you personify it as something else or even as a superhero or a character that's not a human, um, our subconscious can receive stories better. So the the circle is 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 the story of us. It's 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 our genesis story in a way. Okay. And that's what I, from what I was reading, that's kind of why you went with Jaguar, right? Like as Jaguar Twin is the the project's name. Because of mystical, something mystical, correct? Or was I reading something totally wrong? <laughs> I well, I, I do love the mystical. Ja- the name Jaguar Twin is from mind mythology. Okay, that's what it was. So it is very mystical. Um, and the, the jaguar is the creature who goes into the, the dark places within itself mm-hmm. and goes in without fear. And so therefore it can see into others and go into others and go into the dark places and Jaguar twin for me, I've I've known and felt such deep, deep depression and anxiety and like just felt like I don't want to be alive. I've felt those things and I know what that's like. And I've lived years of my life, especially younger growing up like that, where I couldn't go to the grocery store, like crippling. But I also know that everyone and anyone is capable of conquering that because i did and so with the music there's always this sort of um polarity going on within the music of dark and light mm-hmm. you know, even happy face 
is a dark bed of music with very happy lyrics but it it's like my mission i feel like is is to allow people to um to know themselves and to pull people who are as lost as i was out of the darkness I mean, I've I've also suffered from depression, anxiety, all those things. Like, how were you able to? Did you use music as kind of a way to to pull yourself out of that rut, or is it just something that you had to work through for years? I think we all find our tools. Music can be a huge a huge tool, mm-hmm. and I think it's 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 less about what the tool is and more about how you go about it. Like, I've been very lost making music too. Mm-hmm making it from from different spaces let's say in the mind different levels of awareness and but music was a tool for me to help explore the difference is though it has to be to 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 get out of say depression anxiety if you're making music you have to tell the truth about what you're actually thinking and feeling and not trying to write to make it successful that's where i fucked up oh yeah yes i see what you're saying so anything can be a tool you know and i think um for me meditation started helping a lot and i always felt like i will never be someone who meditates my brain just goes crazy but i started (laughs) 10 minutes a day every day no matter what at least i'm going to do this every day and then increase to you know two hours a day at one point and and now i'm I'm more between 30 minutes and an hour a day but and i do other practices that are um you know rituals to help the mind but i think you got to find your own thing but for me yeah studying studying ancient cultures and mythology and, and meditation and quantum physics and metaphysics and different religions and sort of how they come all together kabbalah has been a huge one that has helped me sort of um, understand the nature of one's inner world and the reflection of that in the outer I love that. Yeah, I, I was just typing in Kabbalah because I, I don't know a whole lot about it, but you are such a fascinating uh, person to speak with because like, I just feel like, yeah, like meditation, all these things that you're speaking are practices that I've tried in my own life. And it's like, it is hard to do, right? I mean, you, the first time you sit down, you're like, how is this going to oh, yeah. be for me? My mind's thinking of oh, a million boy. things and there's always the one totally. basic one is just like every breath you count up to 10 and then back down. And if you start wandering then you go back to one and like that was the first one i was yeah i learned and then like you it's really i mean it makes sense but it's also one of those things where you're like how is just kind of stopping my mind really Mm. this beneficial but it it so is well yeah and that's a that's a really great point adam is is especially when i started doing this meditation practice i was like this is this is not doing anything what is this going to do however What's so interesting is is you get to this place of like even if you can be still for a moment, it's incredible. And then uh, being able to observe oneself, to observe your thoughts, because if if as we're here on this call, now we're sharing this connection, and I can feel what you're feeling, and you can feel what I'm feeling, and and we can do that with everyone. Everyone is telepathic right for lack of a better world word it's just one's it's just one's um awareness of oneself because you experience everything in the external as your own internal world so if you go and walk into a party and you feel nervous is that me 
or is that the energy of this party or is that this person are they feeling nervous and then you begin to distinguish as you grow in meditation and flex that muscle what is your own thought and feeling versus what is someone else and you can pick those things up um and it's extremely helpful yeah no 100 percent. yeah it, it is like just being quiet and kind of listening to your own inner thoughts is so beneficial and in, in a way where when i first heard people oh you need you should meditate i'm like yeah well, that's, what is that gonna do? and then it's just like yeah. it was like it's life-changing honestly but um mm -hmm. well, let's talk about life is good the, that's the the latest record that you have put out um you have a, a feature on there with angel baby and and tell me tell me about that song yeah life is good is a fun one what do you want to know about it i it's it's a fun song i really like it where was it was it written in a similar i mean good time like are these songs all part of the same batch that's going to become a bigger project like just mm -hmm. what's kind of the basis of that song and then what where will it lie in uh moving forward all these songs are my exploration of my ancestors right now i'm really on this russian german polish way they all sort of have this like it's 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 my roots and and it's it's so interesting when when music is embedded like this thing in your dna and there's millions of people who have come before this and exploring that sonically and then you know even a song like you know the chorus is life is good i'm great now the circle around the sun the world's in flames but at least we're having fun it's sort of this like it's kind of tongue-in-cheek but it's also not like life is really good it, it can be so disturbing to 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 hear things on the news and to hear even just to hear your own mental chatter and the things going around and you know even like this this past weekend i was in this environment where it was just like so crazy and i was like wow but like as soon as I focused into the present moment, like it's all good. It's all yeah. good. It's all good. Um, so it's, it's, it's more of that. And they're these sort of light and dark mantras that I've been creating. I love it. That's crazy. You said it's all good three times. And then like a thumbs up just came up on your screen. That was like some weird yeah. AI thing. <laughs> just blew my mind. Sorry, it's just crazy. For a half a second, it was so weird. Life uh, is good, and then it well, was like know, we, have, <laughs> we have life is good, and we have good time. One good time, yeah. We got we got a double good. What's the one? What's the one away? Mm. That may have to be figured out at some point by someone. Okay. But <laughs> yeah. All right. Hidden message. There's a message in there. You're I, I say that because you study numerology. Yeah, yeah. I do. I'd have to now now knowing that I'm gonna have to go back and, and look at it and maybe even listen to the lyrics again of the song. Or is it just mm -hmm. in the title that I should know? I'd have to know. You can you can you can contemplate a little bit above. Okay, now I'm gonna have to sit here and I'll figure it out later. And then I'll message you and be like, dude, I figured it out. That's great. <laughs> um, awesome. So with, uh, with these, this batch of songs, are they going to, are you going to put them out onto like a, a full project or what are you, what are you thinking uh, ahead? 
at the moment, I'm going to keep releasing singles. I got a single, a new single coming in a couple of weeks that I'm very excited about. Um, it's called Bad Feeling. And it's, it's, it's a really good one. And just going to keep putting out singles, exploring this, this sound. Awesome. Awesome. And, uh, you, I want to talk to you real quick about the, the time magazine. You were on the cover of time magazine for this, this it's a project, correct? Um, mm -hmm. with, uh, yeah, the gen zero, what, what, it, what is this, uh, project that you have? And are you, is it all yours? It looks like there's multiple people involved and, um, I haven't really got a chance to look too deep into it, but I was checking out the website and everything. Yeah, there's 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 multiple artists and people involved. There's people from an um like there's indigenous people, there's um different organizations. It's basically all just to help our planet in whatever ways we can, clean up, be good to our mother earth. And um my friend Justin hit me up about it a little while back and he's like, Hey, is this something that you'd be interested in? And there's different um sort of things you can can be a part of and the one that i chose to to be a part of was cleaning up our oceans so um making more ocean sanctuaries mm -hmm. for oceans to recover and you know like our 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 fish have been like really poisoned by mercury like the fish that we eat and consume from overfishing and oil drilling and certain things and so um it's to help help protect that and, and do what we can for that um it's interesting because because for me activism is this sort of dual edged thing because i like whatever you fight you become and so i'm very careful and cautious with any type of activism because i also believe that like we don't need to spread more fear and panic and a lot mm -hmm. of and often there's fear and panic around you know climates that were are the stuff that we're talking about such as climate change but it doesn't need to be fear and panic but we can do what we can to take care of our planet mm -hmm. yeah because it looks like there's a bunch of different uh pieces to it like uh plastics in the ocean or you know, yep. oil and all the, and so with that like if you and then there's like a point system to it i was trying to figure out so like if you what dead donate or help out you you would obtain point like how, do you kind of give me a basis of what what it is yeah so that's a really cool part about this is is you can if there's something that resonates with you say it's composting at your house uh -huh. then you can do that and you can log your points and earn points by doing that like on the app or you know there may be a, a food bank to go work at and you can go do that and log points there's all sorts of different things um or plant planting trees or um a bunch of different things as you add points there's like there's some really cool things like if you get enough you can have these like mentorship programs with certain people or get an electric motorcycle or there's smaller things just like free supplies of yerba mate or different oh, things cool. but it's a pretty cool way to incentivize people to do something that they probably would want to do anyway yeah i love that that's amazing um and then back with uh with jaguar 20 are you doing uh, any tours coming up i know you've, you've played a bunch of shows and and done big things and played with big artists like do you have anything coming up uh anytime soon 2024 i'm hoping to to do a tour okay yeah 
Very, very cool. Well, I appreciate your time today. And I it just I, I I think I figured out the 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 number now. It it find it just smacked me in the face when you were talking. 108? Yep. Hit I'll, me. You want me to tell you? Yeah. Okay. Is it the angel number? There in what way? And with one being the first first person. Uh -huh. Um and how does that zero and eight i'm trying to remember it's like with number one is like ah uh, let me remember i know it's the angel number i got to remember what all the numbers then significantly mean because it's 108 and one being uh you could look at one as the magician card in tarot okay and you could look at eight as the strength card in tarot and then you can also numerology is wealth. So I think one is what new beginnings are being first, or I'm trying to remember. But you explain it. I'm just cutting you off now. I'm trying to like sort out my mind. <laughs> no, there's there's a lot, there's a lot behind 108. Okay. But and was I in the was I in the right direction? In, yes. Yeah. You're going in okay. the right direction. You could also ponder on the uh, the letters that are associated with one and eight. Okay. The English letters in the alphabet. Okay. You can do some homework. Come now I'm going to. Now you're blowing my... Yeah, again, we're going back to the... Now I got to remember... I just remember 108 being the angel number and one being like the sign of a new beginning. And then I was trying to remember what zero was, but eight is wealth and numerology. But in tarot mm. card, it means something else. And so now I'm going to have to like pull these things together to figure it out, then message you. Well, it's all linked. <laughs> it's all linked. <laughs> uh, well, I appreciate your time. Thank you again so much for doing this. I have one more quick question for you before uh, I let you go. I want to know if you have any advice for aspiring artists. Trust yourself deeply learn how to know the difference between the voice in your head and your mind and your heart your intuition that that smaller voice that often doesn't make sense but nonsense is the only sense that makes sense